June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Here she is, the COVID-19 doctor praised by President Trump. I thought she was very impressive. You say that certain diseases are caused by evil spirits. Demons! Then, uproar over the suspects snatched off the street and thrown into an unmarked van. And who is the umbrella man soon smashing windows with a hammer? His shocking identity revealed. Plus, backyard pool emergency. Oh my gosh! Please hurry! How they saved a three-year-old girl. Oh my god! And great white shark alert after a fatal attack on a fashion executive. She wore a wetsuit like this one. Did the shark mistake her for a seal? Then, how do you stay COVID-19 free in a rideshare car like Uber? What you need to know before you step into the vehicle to make sure it's safe. The main red flag is a driver without a face mask. Plus, twin surprise. Double take from grandma. She didn't know her daughter gave birth to twins. That's a real baby. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi in today for Deborah. She's become one of the most talked about doctors in America because of her controversial statements about the COVID-19 pandemic. She was even praised by the president. So who is Dr. Stella Emanuel? Stephen Fabian spoke exclusively with her today. She's the controversial doctor who claims she can cure COVID-19. This virus has a cure. It is called hydroxychloroquine. That video was banned from social media for spreading false information. But the president loved it. Today, he doubled down. I was very impressed with her and other doctors that stood with her. Now, Dr. Stella Emanuel is speaking exclusively to Inside Edition. It seems like President Trump is a, is a pretty big fan of yours. What did you think of him retweeting your message? Um, it was an honor, but this is not about President Trump. It's about people, Americans that are dying. I'm not the only doctor that is doing this. Many physicians all over the country, all over the world, are using hydroxychloroquine, and it's working. Dr. Stella works out of a medical office located at a strip mall outside Houston. She's also a minister with some zany beliefs, including that spirit demons attack you in your dreams. These spirits, they are responsible for breaking marriages. They are responsible for miscarriages, impotence. What do you mean when you say that certain diseases are caused by evil spirits that we encounter in our dreams. What does that mean? Why do you think we are doing such crazy stuff? It's demons. Demons exist. If you don't believe demons exist, you're stupid. At a press conference yesterday, the president says he's not aware of Dr. Stella's colorful sermons. She's also made videos saying that doctors make medicine using DNA from aliens and that they're trying to create a vaccine to make you immune from becoming religious. Well, maybe it's the same, maybe it's not. I thought she was very impressive in the sense that from where she came, I don't know which country she comes from, 
but she said that she's had tremendous success with hundreds of different patients. And I thought her voice was an important voice. When he was pressed about the doctor, he abruptly walked out. Okay, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. The COVID-19 surge appears to be migrating from the southern states to the Midwest. There's a new focus on some Midwest states where they're seeing early signs of outbreaks there, potential surges. Despite the grim numbers, the Trump administration continues to push for schools to reopen in the fall. Now they have a powerful new ally, billionaire Bill Gates. I'm a big believer that for young children, uh, the benefits in almost every location, uh, particularly if you can protect the teachers well, the benefits outweigh the cost. And just a day after Attorney General Bill Barr faced a grilling at the House Judiciary Committee, Republican Congressman Louis Gohmert has tested positive for COVID-19. Gohmert was supposed to travel on Air Force One with President Trump today, but was not allowed to board after the pre-screening process detected COVID-19. Now everybody's coming out. And what are these guys thinking? The L.A. Dodgers and Houston Astros up in each other's faces. No social distancing and very few masks. Masks. The bench-clearing confrontation came as at least 18 coaches and players from the Miami Marlins tested positive for the coronavirus. Scenes like this could mean the shortened baseball season may get even shorter. The Miami Marlins are scheduled to play again next week, but nothing is for sure in this unpredictable baseball season. And as civil unrest continues in cities across the country, authorities want to question this guy who's been dubbed Umbrella Man. He was caught on tape inciting violence using a hammer to smash windows. Now police have identified him and who he is may shock you. He's known as Umbrella Man, a mysterious figure caught on camera smashing the windows of a store in Minneapolis during the height of the George Floyd unrest. Now cops say they know his name, and he's a notorious white supremacist. Cops will come for you if you're pulling off. Cops say he infiltrated peaceful marches with the aim of sowing discord and racial unrest. Police say Umbrella Man is a 32-year-old and is said to belong to the Aryan Cowboy Brotherhood, a group that's reportedly a white supremacist street gang. And this arrest of an 18-year-old woman in Manhattan is causing uproar today. She was grabbed off the street and bundled into an unmarked SUV by cops. Other officers fend off protesters with their bikes to stop them intervening. The manner of her arrest is being compared to tactics used by federal agents in Portland, suspects being tossed into unmarked vehicles. Mayor Bill de Blasio condemned the arrest today. I think it was the wrong time and the wrong place to effectuate that arrest. The NYPD says the suspect, 18-year-old Nikki Stone, was wanted for spray-painting police cameras. Hours after she was taken into custody, she was issued a desk appearance ticket and released. In a statement, the NYPD says when officers from the warrant squad took the woman into custody, they were assaulted with rocks and bottles. Now, hard-stopping video of a three-year-old girl who was found floating in her grandmother's backyard swimming pool. The police body cam video of her rescue is pretty intense, but don't worry, as Megan Alexander reports, this story has a happy ending. Nightmare at a backyard pool. Please hurry! Please hurry! This three-year-old girl was found face down in the water at her grandparents' house. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! She appears lifeless. Her face is blue. As her frantic grandmother watches in anguish, Pensacola police desperately try to save the little girl. 
They prepare a defibrillator. Crucial seconds tick by. It doesn't look good. Then the moment everyone is praying for. She's, mo she's moving. Tell them we got a pulse. 185, we got a pulse. It's not over yet. Now the officers need to get the water out of her lungs. Oh, okay, there baby, you go. Okay. come on. Okay. Breathe for me. Breathe for me. Come on, baby. She's semi-conscious. Okay, good. We got a come pulse. Good. It was quite horrific. Initially, my, my thought was she was already gone. Kyle Skipper and Robert Lindblom are the heroic officers. How is the little girl doing today? According to the grandparents, complete and total recovery. There, she's no worse for wear. Wow, thank goodness she's going to be okay. Backyard pools are growing in popularity during the pandemic, simply because you don't have to go anywhere to have a fun afternoon with the kids. But experts are warning, drownings are also on the rise. There are just more people at home. They're around their pools more often. Parents are working at home, so not really paying attention to what their kids are doing. Um, and so they need more supervision around the pool. The parents need to be paying more attention to children around the pool. This is one lucky little lady. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Just so scary. The grandparents of the little girl authorized police to release the video to warn others about the dangers of backyard swimming pools. And a number of beaches along the East Coast are either closed or restricting swimming today after the first fatal shark attack in Maine. The victim, a high-powered fashion executive, was apparently mistaken for a seal by a great white because of her shiny wetsuit. Anwar Cogliano has the latest. There they are, sharks lurking off some of the most popular beaches in America. Today, beachgoers are on edge following the great white shark attack in Maine that ended in the death of a prominent businesswoman, Julie Holowak, as she swam with her daughter off picturesque Bailey Island in Maine. You can actually track the whereabouts of sharks in real time. Many have been tagged with batteries that last for five years. Count them, 16 sharks swimming off Long Island and the swanky Hamptons right now. There are three sharks sending out pings along the Jersey Shore, including a 10-foot great white dubbed Miss May, who was captured and tagged in 2019. It's very normal to see white sharks off the northeast and the Atlantic coast right now as they move north. They start moving north in June. The real meat of the movement is around now. And the white shark numbers up in the northeast in Canada will peak in September, October. We're learning more about what happened to Julie Hollowak, who was vacationing with her family when she went for an afternoon swim. The victim was wearing a black wetsuit like this one. Some experts believe the shark may have mistaken her for a seal, a favorite food for great whites to feed on. Most likely, Julie Hollowak never saw it coming because great whites are known to ambush their prey from below. There has been a steady increase in the seal population along the Northeast, a result of the 1972 federal law that bars the slaughter of marine mammals. When you are in a situation where you have on a wetsuit, you, you look like a seal, and then you swim amongst seals. So now you look like their food and you're swimming amongst their food. And occasionally they make a mistake. One thing's for sure, they are out there. So far this year, there have been 11 shark attacks in the U.S., two of them fatal. You may have heard about people around the country getting mysterious packages of seeds in the mail. It's believed they're being shipped from China, and officials are warning people not to plant them. But the question remains, what are they? Jim Murray went looking for answers. So what are these things? A prank? A scam? 
bioterrorism? Thomas Hanley of Simi Valley, California, is one of thousands of Americans who received the packet of seeds in the mail from Central Asia and usually China. How would you describe what, what it looked like? They looked like just crumbled up seeds, I guess. I didn't know what they were. Alarmed, he threw them out. I was a little worried, so I put on gloves, took it out to the trash, cleaned up the areas in which I might have said it. Shelly Duffy also received a mysterious package of seeds. Brought it inside the house, opened it up, and it didn't look like seeds. It looked more like oregano or even, you know, some other herbs. It's the same story for this Utah woman. I opened them up and they were seeds. So back to the original question, what are they? A wide range of species from uh, flowers to some, some look like some crop plants that I know to some look like grasses. And these look just like sunflower seeds. Experts are warning everyone not to plant them because they could be an invasive species. There are even warnings about touching them because we don't know how they were grown. Security experts caution these seeds could be a scam known as brushing, a deceitful technique used to create glowing online reviews of merchandise. Someone does not make an order and they get a bag full of goodies mm -hmm. and they're from a company and they're so overwhelmed, they, maybe they go online and they make a positive review and that pumps up the online presence of this, of this fraudulent merchant. In other words, don't trust these seeds. If you do receive the seeds, it's being advised to keep them away from children and pets and alert local agricultural officials. Yesterday, we told you about a young woman who was robbed of her most prized possession, a teddy bear that plays a recording of her late mother's voice. Well, today, some good news. Mama Bear's home. <laughs> it's the reunion everyone was rooting for. Yesterday, we told you about Mara Soriano and her irreplaceable teddy bear that plays a recording of her late mother's voice. The bear was stolen last weekend by a thief who was caught on camera taking Mara's backpack as she was moving into a new apartment. So how did Mara get it back? She says two good Samaritans who saw her story on the news found the bear and returned it to her. My knees just buckled and I started crying. Welcome home, teddy bear. Mama bear's home. <laughs> we bet Mara is not going to let the bear out of her sight. Next, you've never seen a neighbor feud like this. This guy was so fed up, he sawed his neighbor's garage in half. It's been very difficult to live with people like this next door. Then, how do you stay COVID-19 free in a rideshare car like Uber? What you need to know before you step into the vehicle to make sure it's safe. The main red flag is a driver without a face mask. Plus, twin surprise. <laughs> Double take from grandma. She didn't know her daughter-in-law gave birth to twins. That's a real baby. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. The return of the Great American Motel. Next Inside Edition. Why motels are growing in popularity during the pandemic. Look, no lobby. You go straight to your room. Then, the plus-size Sports Illustrated model. Her bold new portfolio. This is quite literally the most diverse magazine that they've put out yet. Watch the next Inside Edition. Now, one of the craziest neighbor feuds we've ever seen. A man actually sawed his next-door neighbor's garage in half. But why? He says it was on his property. Yes, we can't make this stuff up. 
It's shocking video of a garage getting demolished, the culmination of a furious neighbor versus neighbor dispute. It's been uh, very difficult to live with people like this next door. Gabriel Braun says he endured years of disagreements with his next-door neighbors in Maine. At least once a week, there's there's some kind of a property dispute amongst uh, the people. This one uh, is as extreme as, I, as I've ever seen. After having his land surveyed, Braun says he learned that half of the neighbor's garage was technically on his property. So he decided to, well, saw the garage in half. Check out that perfectly clean cut. So what you see is kind of just what's left of uh, what was there. Cool, huh? Couldn't there have been another alternative? Did you have to do this? When it escalated, I figured this was probably the best answer I could come up with. I don't want these people around. I'm pretty sure they get it now. <laughs> Our calls to the neighbor whose garage was cut in half were not returned. Still to come, how do you stay COVID-19 free in a rideshare car like Uber? What you need to know before you step into the vehicle to make sure it's safe. The main red flag is a driver without a face mask. Plus, twin surprise. <laughs> Double take from grandma. She didn't know her daughter-in-law gave birth to twins. That's a real baby. With people skittish about taking public transportation, rideshare businesses are booming. But how do you know the vehicle you are riding in is clean of COVID-19? And Mercogliano with what you need to know. If you use Uber or Lyft, here's how to minimize your exposure to COVID-19. I spoke to NYU public health professor Jack Caravanos, who has created a safety program for the 80,000 members of the Independent Drivers Guild. The training program is designed to make sure all uh, for hire vehicles are at the same level of sanitation. And what are some red flags that might tell us this is not a safe ride? Well, the main red flag is a driver without a face mask. That's not a good sign. Mm -hmm. Also, if you ask the driver for any disinfectant and they don't have one, that's also a negative. He showed us this tool. What are we testing here? Well, first of all, this machine measures fine particles. Okay. And this spray simulates a COVID uh, release. Okay. So what you see here is a background level in the cabin. And as we spray this, the numbers are going to go quite high. And this is as if someone is sneezing. How can we get that number down? The best way to get this number down is to open the windows and get air moving through the cabin. What we're advising is at the end of a ride, the driver open all the windows and for a few minutes drive around and air out the vehicle. Should all drivers be cleaning and disinfecting after each passenger? Absolutely. All drivers at the end of a ride should go into the back seat, wipe everything down, everything and down. start fresh. You know, the smell of sanitizer is comforting. Driver Michelle Dutton wipes down all the hard surfaces a passenger may have touched after each ride, making it a safer ride for drivers and passengers. Hi there. And always wear your mask inside the vehicle as well. And when we come back, Grandma does a double take. Finally today, it's a big surprise and Grandma's reaction is priceless. These grandparents are getting the shock of their lives. That's a real baby. That's a real baby. 
You're the grandson too. Grandma Martha knew about the birth of her granddaughter, but until now, she did not know her daughter-in-law, Brianne Shercliffe, had given birth to twins. Does anybody know this? Nope. You're the first. Brinkley Hope and Ace Leo were born premature last month. No visitors were allowed due to COVID-19 restrictions. We knew all about baby Brinkley, but it had been my birthday, and when Tom came walking down the hall, he said, I did not have time to wrap your birthday gift. And when I looked up and saw a baby, I really thought it was one of those baby alive dolls. Why did you decide to keep it a secret? We thought it would always be a wonderful reveal to keep it a secret. That's a real baby. Now two reasons to celebrate. And that's Inside Edition for today. I'm Mary Calvi in for Deborah Norville. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Spoiler alert, it's neither. At Happy Egg, we believe happiness of the hens is what actually came first, because without happy hens, there would be no such thing as happy eggs. You know, eggs with delicious orange yolks. Those come from hens who are raised the happy way on eight plus acres of family owned farms. Choose happy at happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy Egg. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Okay. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.